Welcome back for our final presentation this evening. And with us tonight is the Historical Commission. Uh, welcome and please introduce yourselves. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Well, thank you, Tina. Uh, I'm Pat Jordan. We are, uh, Tina and I, co-chairs this year uh, and co, you know, vice chairs as well as the American 250PA. Uh, so we're working a lot together. And I'm Tina Smith. I'm, as Pat said, a vice chair this year with her. And uh, we're here to represent our, our commission. Well, we wanted to say, first of all, we're glad to be here. We don't have much of an opportunity to be in touch with the, other than Greg, of course, uh, any of you on a regular basis. And so this is our big deal, you know, that once a year we get to sit down with all of you, and uh, and we're just delighted that you're still like wide awake here. Look at you. We had later meetings. Much later. Oh, in practice. This year, uh, we've been working not only on historical preservation, which, as you well know, involves. Uh, at this point, the top 20 places that uh, in, in the comprehensive plan that we're most interested in advising on. And so that's a, a big part of what we're doing. Um, education is something else we really want to concentrate on a little bit more and get out there and, you know, tell people about Anna Mars Holstein, or about any of the other things that we've been learning about uh, in the few years that we have been a commission, and um, taking advantage of community resources, because there is a lot out there, isn't there? And it's taken us some time to discover these things and to really figure out you know, what we might do with them. And, share, you know, with you and see how you guys feel about what it is we're, we're hoping to accomplish. And finally, the America 250 PA is another big deal. And I feel as if it is it's on the horizon, you know, it's, it's coming. People say, oh, but that's not for a few years. Well, that's not so. We've got a lot of uh, stuff we're thinking might be not only uh, important to do, but really engaging and really help to let people know something more about us. I think a lot of people have, they're just busy with their normal lives. They don't really have time to be looking into our past in a big way. And so we're thinking we'll use America 250 PA as a springboard for a few ideas we have in mind. And of course, we'll be you know, running them by you at the monthly meetings and then, you know, maybe coming up with a real plan, something that we could do for this particular event. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> so I'm on for slide three. And again, we're talking about historical preservation efforts. Uh, we are formatting and putting together the top 20 properties that we would like to suggest for advisement to the supervisors. Uh, we actually started working from a list that was 60 years old, 
um, and there were like 157 properties listed on that list, and we went through and, and uh, came up with the top 20 that we can think of, and we actually have 25 on that list right now, so, so we're working on it and hope to get that to you fairly soon. And that goes along with uh, finding out about how to work with and how to advise about historical properties, locations, so on and so forth. And because we've been able to uh, tap into the webinars from the National um, Alliance Preservation Commissions, uh, we have a lot of ideas, um, a lot more resources to work with. And one of the top resources that we've heard over and over again is to involve the community at any point we can, maybe with surveys, um, meetings, interactive things, and that we're also thinking of interactive educational uh, projects for America 250 PA that's coming up tomorrow, <laughs> as, as we feel. Uh, so we're working on, on all of this. And the important thing is with the community engagement. So we've heard a lot about from other uh, groups across the country uh, doing surveys and you know, involving the community to say, well, is anyone missing at the table? Are we missing anything? So it's all a learning experience for us, for, for everyone. And so that's exciting. All right. And on number four, we put just sampling of the places that we've been looking at and thinking about, like I've been over and talked to the people at Alderbrook, the owners, and uh, gone over to, you know, Martin's Den and saw that a little bit, that sort of thing. But I, I would say the fact that we have one of our commission members who actually owns one of these historical properties. So the chair of the commission is Laura Adlington. She she actually owns one of those Which one? Properties. She owns the Exley House. Yeah. Oh. Exley House. Is that located on West Valley Forge Road? No, it's on Radnor Hill Road. That's in Upper Marion? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, yes. I know where that is, but I, okay. Yeah. Isn't there another log house off of there is. West there Valley is. Forge Road? Yeah. 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 At yeah. The, the spire. Remember, we were yeah. we walked in. Yes. 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 Okay. A year or two ago. Yeah. All right. Is that on your list well, as well? It's it, on the larger list. The larger <laughs> list. Yeah. yeah. Of the other hundred. There okay. yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, I know where the Exley House, and that's up in Marion. I thought that was in yeah. there. But I did okay. want to uh, mention, and I guess most of you know because I sent out that note saying that I had thought that the Powell House would have been such a charming little opportunity. I know, <laughs> yeah, you know, people stop in the middle of an active mall right there at the court and maybe have a little welcome center and maybe a tiny room off in the back that had pictures where we could put some of Don Herbert's, you know, leftovers and <laughs> other things about the, uh, you know, really about the township. Uh, but obviously, it's owned by an LLC. It's, you know, it's got a lot of uh, maybe, I won't say negatives, but, you know, it, it wouldn't be an easy chore. But at the same time, I just wanted to put it out there and see if it grabbed any traction. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But, you know, I, I've always, sale, uh, you know. Excuse me? Isn't it up for sale? Uh, well, 
when Mr. Powell died, the fire company met, and I was part of the group that met with the Powell family about a right of first refusal on the property. And frankly, they ignored us uh, after the ask and sold it to the highest bidder. And, uh, and now we've had two proposals by the current ownership, uh, one to put a hotel there and the other one to put a commercial property there, neither of which could be placed there because of floodplain restrictions or parcel size, uh, which did not allow them to do what they wanted to do. Um, but clearly the LLC that owns it um, has interest in redevelopment. They don't care about the value of the building to the, yeah. to the community. But you're right, I've, having been in that house a couple of times, um, it, it is a beautiful old house and there were a lot of, of um, aspects of it that date back to the early 1900s anyway. Um, just the, the motif and the architecture and things of like that on the inside of the house, it hasn't been touched. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's... Good luck. It's, yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never yeah. know. Uh, I'm just advising. I think it'd be a really cute welcome center. <laughs> so I'm into it. Um, yeah. The others, you know, I don't think we really need to say too much about you, Tina. Um, no, probably not. They're well known. And, of course, the Anna Morris Holstein House had the PHMC marker installed mm -hmm. last year, which is exciting. Attended um, by Anna Morris Holstein. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and back from the dead. <laughs> I've been pushing her. She's gotten some traction. Uh -huh. I mean it. I've done her around a lot lately. Oh. So we'll yeah. see. Maybe, maybe people will really know that there is somebody from Upper Marion Township who really made waves in history. And we'll see. And just one brief side note, uh, just recently in the uh, Pennsylvania House of Representatives, a bill was introduced. It's, it's going around in different committees right now, but it would give a um, historic tax credit to individual owners. So somebody, you know, that owns the house, they're not in business. There already exists a tax kind of credit and different um, financial uh, rebates or packages for businesses that um, have historic places. So we're starting to research that too with the help of our friends at the National Alliance because they kind of know all about that from different states and we're learning about this. So, so I thought that was exciting. I just wanted to mention that and keep you posted on that. So on to slide number five. Um, again, we with historical, any of our historical preservation efforts, we do want to involve the communities. We want to, you know, have the stories that are handed down about different events, locations, buildings. And um, I think designing surveys that would involve different communities and uh, just, just to learn for ourselves and, and see what's happening, taking the pulse. Uh, some of the ideas that we got were from Madison, Wisconsin, Historic Preservation Plan, um, Plano, Texas, Washington, D.C., Denton, Texas. And so we're studying those particular plans and the surveys that they have. And some of the questions they have on their surveys would be something like, what places should be preserved for the next generation and why? Where do you feel connection to the community in Upper Marion Township for us. And um, 
where do you take visitors when they come to visit you in Upper Marion Township? So those are kind of some of the starting questions that we're working with and would love to hear from the community. So maybe we can work with the PIO group and get something going together, get some feedback on that, just, just to kind of take the pulse. Um, what else do we have here? So I think that's what I had on slide five. Okay, and slide number six. Um, again, these are some of the titles from the webinars that we were able to participate in. Uh, they have also something called a CAMP program. I forget what the acronym stands for, C-A-M-P. But um, I think in the future, as we can add the next three members and a student member to our commission, uh, it would be great to be able to work with the Preservation Alliance and have a CAMP training session for a, full, a fully staffed you know, um, historical commission. So that's our hope. Okay. And jumping on to slide number seven, that's you. Yeah. Well, we've had a number of speakers come to our meeting, and you know, it's it's really engaging to hear people talk. You know, people like um, like Molly, who came in uh, from Seattle. Um, she's CLG, but she's Valley no, Forge Valley Forge Alliance, that's what it was. And uh, she's invited us to go over there and see the Mara Steffens house with her. She'll take us on a little tour. Uh, we're going to invite Rose Fennell to come to one of our meetings from Valley Forge Park. I really had a nice chat with her when I went to the trail meeting uh, some time ago. And we, um, she said, oh, I'd like to come and talk to you folks and see what you're doing because I really don't know very much about it. So, so we're going to have her come by and uh, give a chat. We, uh, we're going to be partnering again with the library and see if we can get some, something happening over there where people might come and be involved. The um, research on the grants and strategies, uh, I think that's something that we're already doing. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we'll be able to, you know, get the monument finished. We really would like to see that uh, plaque go up and we're putting in for a DOS, you know, get on a later slide yeah, too, that is so we'll later get more into there. I'm just, <laughs> just anxious about seeing that. <laughs> Got ahead of yourself but there anyway, for a moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but we're going to have more guest speakers. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that uh, Anna Mars Holstein maybe can do something at the library. I mean, it's, it would be, I would be a shame if in our own township we don't do that presentation. So we'll see what, what goes there. And that's, that's about all I can say on that. We've had, um, are you doing this, Tina? Do all with um, our guest speakers, other guest speakers, or should I just? Um, no, you can. No. Yeah, okay. We had, um, well, Eric Goldstein came, and you know that, he came to our meeting. We had Megan McNish from the State uh, Historic Preservation Office, Molly Duffy from the Alliance. Uh, and 
we've done other kinds of outreach. We did something at the Fall Fest, or, but that was canceled because of the weather. But then I went to Norview Farms and went around. I, I must have talked to 25 people and tried to interest them in becoming commission members. And we haven't heard from any of them. <laughs> but I got keep doing it. I was in Phoenixville the other day and went to a place called Rebel Hill Brewery. Have you heard of it? Well, I went in, and the owner just happened to be there, and I said, I want you to tell me, what do you know about the history of Rebel Hill? And he said, I wish I knew more. I just think it's a great name. And I said, what? <laughs> and he said, but I used to it's live in Lafayette Hills, and when I'd work, the ride to work, I'd always think about, oh, I wonder what happened to Rebel Hill. And I said, why don't you see what you can find out, and if I find out anything, here's my card. <laughs> and he gave me his card, and we, we discover any new history about Rebel Hill uh, that, that you know, can help us to raise its, uh, you know, just people's awareness of it. Uh, so he stole our name. Yeah, he, stole. he stole our name. <laughs> but he's really very nice, and he's and he loves history. So we'll see. And I, but I not only wrote him a note and confirmed it, but I said, and I think if you love history, you ought to join our historical commission. So there it is. Okay. So anyway, we're hoping to go back to Norview Farms again in October. We'll be in touch with Dave. Uh, I went to something I really didn't expect to, to still be thinking about. It was gripping, gripping. The Deadly Silence, the book that Matt from our commission had his friend, um, Hisham Mohammed, come and talk about. The guy is a paraplegic, and he and Matt are neighbors. They both served, uh, you know, Matt is a Marine, and, and so um, we shouldn't limit ourselves strictly to talking about certain kinds of um, things. I think it's a, a good idea sometime to expand our horizons, and that was a great one. Um, he has a book. You might want to read it sometime. It's at the library. Uh, we, and, you know, Pat, since you mentioned that again about expanding horizons, you okay. know, these are folks who live in Upper Marion right. Township, and that's part of the audiences. Who, who needs to be at the table? How can we learn? And uh, how can we bring all of these things together? And that's been just such a strong uh, theme with all of the research we've been doing. So very synchronicity. You know, it's, this is all coming together for us now. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we... Uh... Or I was contacted by the Historical Society and around Thanksgiving time and a little bit, you know, Halloween-y, they do this thing called, what, Tall Tales or something. Great, and, great uh, tales. and I was asked if I could put together research and put together a script for the Roberts Burial Ground. And I did. We had a good turnout. The audience was very, very interested. I did not do this alone. There were three other, four other presenters. And I think it's a great way to share some of our history. What I did was Sarah Hyde Roberts uh, Tyson, the daughter of Jonathan Roberts, our US representative and senator, 
Uh, his daughter was actually a very active person. She was a suffragist. She worked for the Civil War and uh, did many, many other things. And her husband was an active guy. That's a story worth telling. So I, I come from my background and an interest in the people and the things they've done. And she's really got my attention right now. So we'll see what we can discover more about her and maybe get her story out a little more. For our, our viewers, could you tell them where that burial ground is? Oh, yeah. If you are over at, um, let's see, if you're at the, the shopping center there down at uh, Henderson Road and 202, if you go a little further south on 202 on the right-hand side, it's it's up on a little hill. There's a computer place, yeah, isn't there, uh, right adjacent to it. And it's got a big rock. And it says, this is the Roberts Burial Ground. It's charming. I hate to say a cemetery is charming, but it really is charming. I just loved it. And, um, and we do it every year. Tall tales come. You will really love hearing these stories, folks. <laughs> that will be advertised, I trust, on our township website. We would and hope so. Television. OK. Right. Usually around uh, the Halloween time is, is when that happens. This is the first I've heard of that. Robert's there. The, no, the, oh. uh, the storytelling oh. that you yeah, do yeah. there. Same yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, okay, so we're slide number 11, and that's our new monument, and we've applied for um, a BCA grant to add another um, plaque to this monument. So we're waiting to hear about that. Oh, and you might maybe explain why we want to add another plaque to yeah, it. So, so just, just, okay. just to kind of give you a background. So if you recall before the Hanging Rock, mm -hmm. Route 23 was redone there, mm -hmm. there used to be a horse trough there where water would not fill up, right? Yeah. There was a plaque, and one of these plaques is, is now relocated as part of the that hanging rock renovation. Um, so this is up towards Savona, at the mm -hmm. top top of the the entrance into the ha hanging rock area. The same and, side of the road where it was. Um, no, it's different. It's, it's on the other, other side. side. It's on the opposite side. side. Yeah. And there's no spring there <clears throat> now. Correct. Oh, so it's on the side where the water is. Yes. Where the, yes. the creek is. The Denby side of that, okay. that road. Okay. Um, so there were actually there's a couple plaques here. One was the one that commemorating uh, Washington. The other was mm -hmm. uh, the Gulf Mill Civic Association. I think that's the plaque. That's here. the plaque that's mm -hmm. on. That was on the fountain in the spring. Correct. Yeah. Right. Since so, the fountain no longer exists, right. Right. and <laughs> since the Gulf Mill Civics Association plaque says uh, something about a spring, right. <laughs> we thought that it really deserved to have, uh, you know, if we're going to go to the trouble of putting up a monument, it should be clear. Mm -hmm. And so we worked on the wording, and you know, we showed it to you, Greg, and you know, he thought it looked good, and we're happy with it. So we'll see uh, right. if we can get that grant. Right. And, so, so, uh, and so the stone here is actually the stone from the original fountain. They just relocated, relocated the contract. Yeah. Built, it's all built together. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Wonderful. So the new plaque that will be there, 
uh, we have the, the statement here that it was built from the fragments of the stone fountain that was near Hanging Rock. And um, the reference to where Washington's troops encamped on the heights, you know, during that uh, march to Valley Forge, um, that's actually from an old PHMC marker that used to be on South Gulf Road called the Encampment. And so that, that refers to that particular text. Um, that PHMC marker is, has gone missing probably 40 years ago from what we can tell. Um, and yeah, so we did our research on that and we have, we have uh, different you know, documents. But uh, the, the, new the new plaque will have a, like a photo of the old kind of horseshoe fountain with the spring. So we're hoping to get that. And on to slide number 12, um, education and community resources. Um, what we're working on again is the advisement uh, with the list that would go, you know, with, with different ideas that we have. And hopefully that would be in the comprehensive plan for 2040. Um, that was blatantly missing uh, in, in the last draft. So not, not because of anything that, mm -hmm. that you all did or didn't do. It was the process that was used to gather data. So right. thank you for doing that because we, we need that as part of the comprehensive plan. Thank you. And, uh, you know, again, with, with part of our advisement, we're looking to identify adaptive reuse programs, maintain historical character, hopefully opt out of demolitions, but... You know, we'll have to see about that. Um, but really provide community services in any, any historic buildings that we can, um, you know, save and preserve. Um, some of those ideas might be, and again, this is from our, all of our friends in the National Preservation Alliance, um, integrate energy efficiency in the buildings, offer sustainable initiatives in preserving historic buildings, we're doing research on any financial um, help that folks might get, whether it's a publicly owned or privately owned. Um, and lastly, provide information to individuals about different programs, grant programs, incentives, maintenance, um, you know, like professional guidance on how things can be maintained, the historical character, the materials. Uh, some of the um, webinars that we attended were very technical about you know, what materials you can use if you had this or this or this, and what new materials might you be able to use. So we've got a lot of information. We're really anxious to get ready to um, put it into action. So that would be. And let's see. Oh, yeah, so on, page, on slide 13, um, I just did a real quick research of types of grants that are out there, but there are many. And uh, linking into databases, you know, that's the next thing that we're looking at to do. To do. And, um, yeah, with, with um, I think we'll get into, in a, in a minute or two, we'll get into the different kind of structures coming from the 1966 National Preservation Act. So I'm, I'll just save that to the last two slides. So those were the grants. Okay, so for America 250, Tina and I are co-chairs on that particular committee. And I spent some time 
recently putting together some ideas for what we might want to do. And uh, one of them, I, I, I won't tell, you know, tell you because we haven't really fleshed out a lot of this, but when we do, but I will say that one of the things that relates back to something we talked about earlier, getting people to know about some of these historic uh, places, like the burial ground or, or, you know, one of the houses, maybe Alderbrook or whatever. Um, I thought we might have some sort of a, a contest where a family or uh, an individual, anybody, might drive by or, you know, and, or stop by if they can, if the parking is right, and be able to see some of these places. They would be uh, asked to answer a question or two that they would be able to observe in looking at the place. And then at the end of it, like on a specific date, um, anybody who did this and who sent in their answers, we could give them a certificate, and maybe we could do it at Valley Forge Park and make a you know big deal of it, uh, or a little deal as the case may be. But but have somebody feel really excited that they 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 did that, and and I thought wouldn't it be fun to have you know the Flat Stanley who goes to Europe with everybody? We could have the little Patriot guy. Or the camp follower girl, or whatever, and they could always they could have their picture taken, and they'd include this, and they'd send that in along with their answers like that. So, any like it's, I'm thinking of that. I don't know how the rest of the committee is going to uh, feel about whether we're able to do it successfully, but it sounds doable to me, don't you think? <laughs> that reminds me of uh, doing um, uh, what geocaching. Geocaching, where people go around and find things that are hidden, and it, it, it just made me think of that. Um, when it definitely you, be a journey. Yeah, yeah. Would that be more for kids that you're thinking, or for I'm anyone? thinking family. Family, yeah. If, if one person wants to do yeah. it, or two yeah. people, but I'm thinking, get those kids in the car, take them out, make a picnic of yeah. it even if you wanted to, <laughs> and, and really make a day of this. They could try to find the lime kiln, mm -hmm. which uh, people drive by it, they don't even notice it. Do we have and more than one of those in the township? Well, like we might, but the, the one I'm thinking the one of I'm is thinking down by all by Solid, Solid, Solid Hard. Hard. Mm -hmm. We got that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but where's your okay. little camp follower? <laughs> so. Okay. And oh, and so we are hoping to co-sponsor with some other organizations. We're reaching out and seeing maybe we can participate with some other groups. I know a lot of them are already planning, working on stuff. And then we're going to attend Montco's kickoff meeting on April 24th and see what we learn there. Where is that and when? Um, we could actually send you the link to that. We were sent that by the American 250 folks. And uh, it'll be at the courthouse in Norristown. Okay. But there is also virtual attendance. So okay. you just have to register. So we'll, actually we'll be at Peace on Peace Monday. Oh, yeah, we will be here. We'll be at a conference. Oh. <laughs> we do have, uh, yeah. I believe Laura is attending that as well as Don mm -hmm. is attending. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. good. Don and who else? Laura. Laura. 
Okay. Laura is oh, Laura okay. Adlington. So, oh, Laura Adlington. Yeah, so, let me just say, from my standpoint as a liaison to the Historical Commission, these two, Tina and Pat, are sort of the heart and soul of this commission. Um, yeah. Laura, although she's the chair, brings to the commission a host of historical, I mean, she's a historian. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were very lucky to have her and to shape the commission kind of going forward. But there's a lot of work to be done. Um, there's a lot of things that we need to do. There are opportunities for this board to kind of get in um, and, and help that process. Um, they now have presence on the website. Um, so, um, you know, if anybody's interested, um, there's stuff on the website to, to look at. And there'll be more because we, we have a, we are beginning to amass some information that we need to kind of get out to the public. Uh, but there are three vacancies still that we need to fill yes. and one student student uh, vacancy. So if anybody is interested in history or getting involved, please uh, put an application in so that we can have a full complement of men on the board. Mm -hmm. the, the members of the board bring a variety of experiences to, to the commission. Um, and they all have a very big interest in trying to preserve and to understand the history of the Marriott. Um, and I think some of the things that you know, Pat's kind of known for doing the animal Holstein, seems like you're getting into another character as well with the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Roberts. Um, but there's a lot of history here in this, this township. And in a lot, I mean, the new character that we've talked about tonight, mm -hmm. um, they... She and Ms. Holstein must have had interaction and been friends because they were both in the, in the Civil War era in both suffragettes. So they had common interests uh, going forward. Um, so we have a lot, a lot to offer. So. Our little mini Seneca Falls. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, the last two slides. Just in closing, we wanted to touch on, you know, the, the history of Upper Marion Township and King of Prussia as always having been an economic leader and as, you know, kind of a hub for development and businesses. And um, I'm not going to read the slide right now. We, we might be able to put that up on the website just to show the, the historical trail. But um, it, since... Um, <laughs> since uh, 1966, in the, in the 60s, the entire country, of course, was, was kind of losing sight of buildings. And, you know, one uh, statement from the Wisconsin uh, plan, they, they talked about a very historic building, and they weren't able to come up with enough money to buy it, and it went and it became a Burger King or a McDonald's or something like that. And so... From in the 1960s, 1966 exactly, the federal government said, well, we need to do something about this. And so they created the, uh, I guess we can go to the next slide, the, the actual act, National Historic Preservation Act. And the monies for this do not come from taxes. Right now they come from oil, offshore oil, and uh, natural gas leases. I tried to research that and find out exactly what they're talking about. Haven't been able to do that, so I'm continuing research on that. But the point of all that is, is that with the National Foundation of that, 
uh, it's under the Department of the Interior, the National Park Service, and uh, then it quickly went to each state with their state historic preservation offices. And from the state historic preservation offices, then it went into regional municipalities. And that's where we get the term certified local government, CLG. And so it kind of cascaded down. And so it's important to kind of know these ideas and uh, what this opens up and offers then is the opportunity for um, a lot of professional resources, grants, better chances at grants, and uh, you know, networking for preservation. So that's, I think, it on that one. Yeah. Any questions or? I know it's late. <laughs> Thank you so much for your dedication and the time and effort that you put into your research. It's obvious from what you put together here for us, where your passion lies, and uh, preserving the history of our community is vital. And I think most of the residents aren't even really aware of our history. So thank you so much for um, what you're doing with these um, these well, initiatives. That for taking the time to hear yes. all these things that we hope to accomplish. And well, I My wanted tasks. to finish up when I thought, how can I, how can I finish? And I thought, here's what I'll say. Get a good night's rest. You deserve it. <laughs> On that note, yes, we'll motion to adjourn. A second? All in favor? Aye. Aye. And thank you for being our last um, session for the evening. And uh, this concludes the first, the first night of our um, three parts of joint meetings that we'll continue with one next week and then one in uh, the month of May. Thank you. Thank you.